Well, I call me the jackass brigadier general. Uh, okay, I will. You're the I jackass said. brigadier general. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, howdy there, partner. I'm glad you decided to stop by for some bits of folky wisdom from yours truly. The first thing on my mind today is the old saying, sometimes you bone the fish, and sometimes, well, the fish bones you. This is Think Outside the Box Set. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, it It sure is. Uh, thanks for starting the episode like we always do uh-huh. with and, our prospector character. Yep. And giving you a great place to jump off from. <laughs> yeah. And, isn't, it, it, and it totally isn't a completely paralyzing thing to hand to your co-host. <laughs> no. Uh, what, especially me, the ultimate yes-ander. Um, what is, uh, what is the show? And who the hell are oh, you? Oh, I guess we can... Who do you think you are? I guess I guess we can cover that. It's a podcast about learning to... Oh, wait, sorry. No, no, no. That's the old one. It's the internet's only hot take machine. <laughs> <laughs> and usually our hot takes are yes. about artists that may, may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed. And I'm Nathan Hunt. Oh, we're just going to do both? Yeah. All right. I'm Cameron DeWitt. Uh, this is the final episode of season 16? Yeah, 16. Oh, damn. We're, we're talking about Fishbone. We wanted to talk about Ska, and we ended up having to talk about something uh, a lot more complicated than Third Wave Ska. Yep. Uh, because Fishbone doesn't play that much Ska, it turns out. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, they are pretty responsible for the Third Wave Ska movement, but according to uh, uh, a recent guest on the show, um, by the time it became a movement they had basically moved on uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. to do their weird thing that they do and this has got to be one of their weirdest albums if not their weirdest yes yeah it's quite weird the album in question is still stuck in your throat 2007 their most recent album I think we covered, uh, oh, there's a really obnoxiously long <laughs> title for the last album. Oh, yeah. Um, something about a family hood and a nut, nutworks and something like that. Anyway, that was a very sort of conventional uh, funk album. Mm-hmm. And there was very little Fishbone weirdness in it. And this album is... Not like that mm. album that we just covered. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty much all fishbone really, weirdness. Yeah, and yeah, I I think it's some of their I think it's some of their best work. It's a little bit longer than I want it to yeah, be. Yeah, it's about an hour but, long. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of interesting content. Uh, a lot of kind of p- uh, poetic rambling. Um, that I feel like is excused by the form of the music or formlessness of the music. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of, I don't know, kind of interesting topics Mm. and, uh, or, or non topics to the songs. Mm -hmm. But usually I just feel, I'm just like, I don't know what to say about this. Uh, And there might be a couple of those tracks on this album, but um, 
yeah, it's. I just thought it was a very interesting piece of art, and I've never really heard anything like it before. It also has... And I'm glad that this is how we're sending them off. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a hell of a way to go out. Uh, it also has maybe the worst Fishbone song on it, uh, which is oh, which their one? last word to us all is the last uh, song on this album. Now, isn't that a Sublime song? Date Rape? Yeah. That's a Sublime song? I think so. Oh, you're right. Think- Holy shit. Yeah. I think... Yeah. They, they covered the song Date Rape by Sublime... And uh, I think there's maybe even a chance that some of the Sublime people are on that cover track. Oh, really? Huh. Oh, wow. They they wrote that back in um, 1991. Oh, that... For their album, Jaw Won't Pay the Bills. Interesting. That explains why it's so progressive from 1991. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a huge bummer of a song. Um, Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure why they chose to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, on the surface, it has a, a, a very much a, I mean, do you want to just jump into talking I guess about we're talking. that last song so we can get over with it? Cause now we're talking, now about we're talking it. about it. All right. Content warning. Content warning. We're going to talk about the song, uh, date rape. Ugh. Now baby, the time has come. How'd you like to have a little funny Yeah. If it wasn't for date rape, I'd never get laid. Um the uh the so, lead the lead guy from Sublime has a very interesting quote about it on Wikipedia. He says, I've never raped anyone, at least as far as I can remember. Which is a, a very oh strong God. start to the quote. Uh, he continues, we were at a party a long time ago and we were all talking about how much date rape sucked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, continues. This guy was like, quote, date rape isn't so bad. If it wasn't for date rape, I'd never get laid. End quote. Everyone at the party was bummed out about it, but I was cracking up and I wrote a funny song about it. Yeah. So this is a a funny (laughs) song apparently. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I think this is a great example of someone who wants to be an ally ultimately, but is sort of centering their own uh, obliviousness and callousness to the issue that they're talking about, because uh, it's, you know, it's pretty easy. This is a, an anti-date rape song, right? I mean, the story goes that like in the song that a man um, rapes uh, his date, takes her home from the bar and then uh, she takes him to court, and he goes to jail, and then he gets raped in jail. And then that's sort of the moral of the... Actually, there's a moral of the story that... <laughs> what does it say? It's, yeah, um, literally has a moral. Yeah, where, where... Okay, here it is. And I think that if this is really the moral of the story, I think that it proves that Sublime, <laughs> the writers in Sublime, do not understand the problem with date rape uh-huh uh the moral of the date rape story is it doesn't pay to be drunk and horny yeah uh, huh yeah so i i th- mm. <laughs> if i were wanting to give them the benefit of the doubt which i don't really want to 
I would imagine that that would be directed at the man, like the men characters who like get oh, hopped up on alcohol and I think so too. Okay. But but it's sort of saying like, you know, uh <laughs> I it's not it's not acknowledging that like if all it takes for you to rape someone is to be drunk mm. uh then there's a bigger problem. Yes. Be, because like I don't know, I'm drunk and horny all the time and I I have a great time with yeah. it and I like to think that the people around me also have a great time <laughs> with me. <laughs> and uh uh yeah, I yeah, th- this has not happened to me and I'm going to go so far as to say and I can guarantee it. <laughs> uh, it's a Cameron Duet promise. Yeah. I'm not going to say as far as I know, because I feel very confident of it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this song is just sort of making... Uh, it, it's sung with this, you know, on-the-surface anti-date rape stance, but it's so sort of callous and, and, and so kind of unfeeling about it and and so much more interested in um the punishment of uh <laughs> it's so interested in in rape as punishment for rape yeah that, that makes me think that it doesn't really care about yeah it's a pro-rape song uh, sexual violence yeah ultimately <laughs> it's, like, it's a pro-rape <laughs> song <laughs> if you do something bad enough it's good that you get raped basically is is the uh the <laughs> the message of the song um, because yeah, the yeah. guy get, goes to prison and is um, yeah, he is he is also raped by other inmates, uh, and it, he talks about it a lot. Uh, yeah, and I I think sort of what this if there's a takeaway from this, like a social commentary kind of takeaway, it's that um, I've been thinking this is maybe a little bit of a tangent, but I Ooh, think goody. that I can pull this together, and I think it's related. Ooh, but, I'm excited. Do you remember when um, uh, the capital coup attempt where a cop was beat to death with uh, a fire hydrant and mm-hmm. an American flag and uh, just a mob of uh, far-right um, wackos? Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you remember, you know, there's just the general rhetoric of like, so are you still blue lives matter? Yeah. <laughs> like what is the, <laughs> what's the deal? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think it was, I think it's pretty clear that it was never, it was never about, uh, it was never about respect for police. Right. It was about wanting to have the police uh, in order to punish people that they thought were deserving of punishment yeah. for particularly like black and brown people mm-hmm. um that's always what it was about but you know the moment the police are obstructing you know uh white supremacists mm-hmm. uh then it's like well yeah these individual cops you know have got to go mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and we'll we'll kill them uh and and uh you know but it's like the the privilege to 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 make some sweeping generalizations and then say, well, this is an outlier. Um, and, and to, uh, yes, have like monolithic ideas about black and brown people, but to approach cops, um, uh, when they need to as individuals, as lone wolves, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, which in a way they kind of were because there were so many, um, you know, Capitol police who, ultimately decided to 
let these people get away with uh, what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it escalated so much with the police that remained. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's my understanding. Anyway, uh, I think that um, men who are like subscribed to the patriarchy are quick to say they're, they're quick to, to condemn obvious examples of sexual violence in uh, other men. Um, when those, when those men can't be, when there, when there's no incentive to d- defend or side with that. Man. Right. Yeah. And they take every sort of obvious example that they can, uh, that, that they have available to them so that, um, you know, that they can have a, a very clear anti-rape stance. Um, mm-hmm. And that I think is sort of a, a shield for, you know, their own lives or the people, the other men in their lives who have committed rape in ways that aren't as um, obvious, just, yeah, aren't as bald faced, you know, like for instance, if, you know, people in, in their lives uh, uh, would maybe say something like, I don't think I've raped anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a hypothetical, you know, like if that, if that kind were of to, people, you know, yeah. the, the idea of like someone who uh, could have acci- well, could have raped someone because of uh, them just being themselves. Right. Yeah. And not really realized what it, what it happened. Yeah. So it's, it's those guys that uh, are quick to condemn Bill Cosby, but are quick to defend Louis CK. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's like, they're very invested in um, uh, defending any, like, I don't know. I don't know if edge cases is the right word, but like they're very, def- they're very defensive of um, uh, defending men. If there's any trace of ambiguity or, uh, any wiggle room to argue that it wasn't quote unquote rape. Yeah. 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 Cause at the end of the day, like patriarchy isn't really about defending individual men. Right. It's about, uh, like a system and men are sacrificed to it as well. Um, and, uh, m- maybe with a little bit more hesitation than women, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, like, yeah, men don't have a problem with, they don't see the cognitive dissonance in their attitudes towards, you know, consent that are like incomplete or problematic or wrong. Um, and, uh, yeah, just being like, Oh, of course I'm anti rape mm-hmm. So anyway, yep. Yeah. This song is, is a real bummer. And I feel like it's a great example of that. Um, and it's like, what, you know, who is telling the story? Who is the story about? Who is this telling of this story for? Yep. And why? I mean, are these people telling? Yeah, it? there's just so many questions. It's just it's so that, baffling. Uh, don't have satisfying answers. It's, I mean, it's so baffling. Yeah. A, why Fishbone covered the song at all? But B, why they let this be? Also, that <laughs> yeah. why they let this be their final statement. This is the last song on their last album. This is. I mean, now they they did come out with an EP after this that maybe one could say that that's their final statement. But I uh, guess so. But I agree with you. It's their final studio album statement, and uh, that is significant. Yeah, I mean, the Beatles decided to end things with "Get Back," you know, uh, and Fishbone decided to end things. I guess up to this point, they haven't disbanded, so I guess they could release more. But it's been what. It's been 14 years since a Fishbone album. Um, so, I mean, that's a long time, and I kind of feel like they they might be done. And this is this is the last thing we get from them, and it's a huge bummer. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're starting with this because we don't have to end on this note. There are a lot of other kind of more interesting yes. that we can talk about. Yes. So, uh, do you, yeah, you already played a sand sample of, uh, date rape. Do you want to just start back at, uh, track yeah. one? Jack ass brigade. Jack ass brigade. got it made not <laughs> it's a very boring yep <laughs> <laughs> it's a not joke <laughs> i mean this came out when did the first borat movie came out was that 2004 so this is maybe maybe it's a maybe it's influenced by borat maybe and uh, this is also you know post jackass the tv show oh. which i believe came out in 2000 yeah but it, it can't it so. can't it can't be it can't be copyright infringement because um, uh, jackass I believe is one word the TV show and this is as we have pointed out numerous times jackass brigade three words. Well, I think it's very clear that in order for the chorus to work, they have to sing J A B jackass brigade. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta it has to be yeah. jab. <laughs> jab. It's called jab. If it was just J B jackass <laughs> brigade, that's not very no, good. No, it's. Uh, Nathan, what is this song about? What does this song mean to you? Uh, this song uh, means that um, there's a there's a brigade, uh, which is to say a militaristic group of jackasses, which are a kind of donkey. Um, or perhaps he's saying that it's a brigade that goes around jacking asses uh, using a, a carjack. Um, you, you could say jacking as, as a synonym for stealing. So maybe they're stealing donkeys or they're like, uh, taking butts and just jacking them up with a car jack or, I mean, the possibilities this are endless. <laughs> it is, I mean, I mean, what, it, it could be anything it, it, what, it, you I want it to. I don't want you to stop. <laughs> Which it's all about what art means to you, Cameron. It's just, it's also subjective. Yeah, I mean, it's and, a Rorschach test. Yeah. And it really reveals so much about your character to 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 ask someone what what does it what is the Jackass Brigade? So my take uh-huh. on this is that uh, this song is about you know maybe not being the the highest functioning person in your community, yeah, uh, and finding some sort of pride or purpose or dignity in that. Um, I think it the the verse that makes me feel like this song is really about that and is about something is uh, from the frying pan into the fire. We do it just so that the flames get higher. I smell something burning. Maybe it's my hmm. ass. So I think I'll add just a little more Fart gas. Joke. Circus. Yep. <laughs> Circus jerkus. Some call it hocus pocus running caddy wampus, but extremely focused. Hmm. If it wasn't for dreams and fantasy, too hard to laugh at yourself, so you're laughing at me. Yeah. Someone's got to be your punching bag, um, right? Got to laugh yeah. at someone. And, I, yeah, I think that they're also sort of saying that um, productivity is not, you know, at the end of the day, it's not the, the, the only thing that matters um, or the most important, you know, kind of merit to 
you know, contribute to society and uh, heresy. Sometimes people, yeah, and sometimes people are just, uh, you know, kind of jackasses, and that's, uh, yeah, but they still have to fit in and they find their place. And the only thing that I don't really know what to do with in this song is, um, I don't know if this is a an error in the genius transcription. But multiple times they say, and the zooming's all around, and the Japanese are killing me. For really wanting you Yeah. Looking. Why are they... Is that really the lyric? I don't... It kind of sounds like Do that. you want... Let's listen to it again. Okay. Great. I heard, like, jabbery, or... It can't be Japanese, It can't right? be. It does not sound like it to me. Maybe it's jabbering. Uh, I'm gonna put in. Maybe it's jabbering. Like the person I'm, who picks him up is just talking a lot. Okay, I'm just gonna put that in, just so that it's like a little bit less racist, <laughs> jarring. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm changing these in the genius lyrics. Do it. Uh, hopefully, hopefully these don't get overruled. Yeah. Jabbering. Uh, great. Um, I think that is all of it. Yeah. Great. Okay. Mm. <laughs> this is this has some um, fun like storytelling in it, uh, and he's just like please. he is. <laughs> you heard it in the sound sample. He's so out of breath. He's just like very quickly just spitting out so many words. <laughs> Get off the bus, and I caught myself running into the truck stop at three in the morning. Oh shit! And you thought you had time to take a dump, drop the kids off at the pool, stepping out, doo doo. The bus done split. Now you're asking to. Re- around people for a ride they won't look you in the eye they just frown and turn their heads to the side so on the side of the road with the will to survive and the nitty-witty gritty and finally a kind soul gave me a ride and the zooming's all around and the jabbering is killing me uh for really won't you look at me that's that's like a fun storytelling thing and it's it's so manic yeah i love the bizarre syntax Mm -hmm. in this song uh it it feels bizarre on purpose not like other times where it's just like, did you just not edit yeah. this? <laughs> um, yeah. Now you're asking around people for a ride. That's not the way to say that. Right. But it makes sense in the song. It's like, yeah, it adds to the song that the words are kind of jumbled around like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got jackass uh, grammar. <laughs> um, there's some, in the chorus, there's some interesting... Uh, interesting voice leading interesting chord extensions um mm. so you know they sing j a b jackass brigade oh yeah and uh on the oh yeah at least on the um at the end of the chorus and maybe at some point in the middle they they play a a flat 7 a major flat 7 chord um so Ooh. it's like the uh i forget what key this song is in but um, let's just say that key, this song is in the key of C. Uh, they would be playing a B flat major chord, which is um, not uh, a diatonic chord in the key of C. It's not part of the C major scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they do something really interesting in the melody and harmony in the vocals where they sing a do, a, or if it was in C, they sing a C um, mm. in the melody, which is not part of a B flat major chord. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this, uh, it, it creates a ninth and then, um, the harmony sings a fa, or if this was in C, it would be an F underneath. So they just sort of stack this, um, perfect fifth in the vocals over this, 
uh, flat seven chord. And I think it's a really interesting kind of open um, uh, harmony. And uh, I, there's a lot of moments like that in this album where it seems like they're setting up something like pretty conventional, like some kind of typical pop punk kind of stuff. And then they hit some kind of chord and, and melody that extends the chord. And it's like, Oh, interesting. Mm, Was not mm. expecting to hear that. So anyway, listen for that on the, on the, Oh yeah. And I'll try to point it out. Awesome. Yeah. Right there. Mm. Ooh. And then we get saxophone. And I caught some sax. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that rules. <laughs> that that sax solo I think goes on for about three times as long as that uh, as that little snippet, and it's really good. It's <laughs> awesome. So you'll you'll love to hear it. I do love to hear it. Okay, well, should we go to let them hoes fight? Sure. I think we should talk about it. Yeah. Um, I feel really conflicted about that song because, uh, because, uh, it's musically incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've never heard a song constructed like this. Like it's got that key change and there's this almost like Eminem style, sort of like piano minor key, like hip hop background in that chorus. And, uh, there's this like patois singing, Mm -hmm. um, that's really compelling and but the the topic of the song is watching women fight each other really violently uh, yeah like, i think and uh, being, i don't uh, know what, people are betting on them also yeah and and men are like are laughing at their expense and also sort of getting horny watching these these men fight i uh, see these women fight um and i don't really know what to do with it because it's so silly that I, and it's like, if I were to take it seriously, I don't necessarily know in what way I would take it seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, or like, I don't know exact. It's just, it's just sort of generally insensitive. Yep. But, but I don't really have like a stance on like, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it doesn't, I, it's not like they're like really fetish. It's not like they want these women to be hurt. And, and it's almost like there's a sort of like, it's almost like pro wrestling. Yeah. And it's like, there's like a slack jawed sort of like, awe of these women who are fighting each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like almost positive, (laughs) but not hey cameron it's it's um, 2021 women can fight now too i mean it's it's yeah, it's the dawn of a new era and the women can they can fight each other if they want <laughs> yeah um that's what fe- and that's what feminism is about yeah it's <laughs> totally yeah and uh i yeah i think it's also sort of worth um it's also worth noting that like i don't think i've ever heard a song about this before 
I don't think I have either. <laughs> so it's just like there's another kind of like point for it, which is, um, I don't know. I've seen some women, or I guess they were girls because it was like at school, but I've seen some girls fight before. And, you know, kind of the stereotype of like, you know, when guys fight, they like, you know, kind of shove each other around and it's pretty boring for mostly unless it's very, you know, asymmetrical and bullying or right. hate crime or something, you and know, that's but fun in general, to watch. it's, well, <laughs> uh, in general, it's just fun. like, it, <laughs> it's like, they're not, they're not really, you know, giving it to each other. But mm-hmm. then like when, uh, women or girls fight, they usually don't, by the time they're ready to actually have a physical altercation, um, it's very elevated um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this song is like kind of about that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like if you were to watch that, it's just like, I don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, except start betting money, I guess. <laughs> right. That's the most, I guess, kind of irreverent part. Um, you know, I I think call, uh, comparing it to to pro wrestling, I think, is an interesting. Yeah, because it, it it's not clear from the song whether this isn't staged. If this isn't like an event, essentially like a wrestling event, right? Well, like, yeah. Then this girl that was just in the boxing ring put back on her bikini and she did a nasty thing. Yeah. Uh, she pushed her pussy inside out. I, I forgot about that. I do not know what that means. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, shit. Uh, Female well, hyenas can do that, apparently. Are you fucking serious? They have what's called a pseudo penis. And it's oftentimes oh bigger than the um, what the males have. Uh, okay. So everyone um, go Google image search uh, hyena pseudo penis, uh, which is incidentally my favorite Japanese metal band. Uh, you do, you do not need to Google search it. I will include something in the <laughs> something. links. Some um, that's incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, it's 2021. <laughs> hyenas can have penises too. Hyena women can have hyena women. What hyena the women. Fuck am I saying hyena ladies? <laughs> hyena dames can have penises too. All the hyena ladies. All the hyena ladies. <laughs> hyena Get women. Your dick out. <laughs> Why not? Uh, make that the <laughs> Why title. <not>? Of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why make that the title of the episode? All the hyena ladies, get your dicks out. <laughs> I'll stop short of that last part. I still want us to be on Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, I took a s- couple sound samples of some lyrics that I thought were entertaining. Do you want to play those? I do. Uh, Only if you want to. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, they collided like two dump trucks in the middle of the night. We've all been there. It it wrong, but seemed right when they said let them host fight. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is the funniest lyric. Uh it wrong, but it seemed right. <laughs> so let them <laughs> so host. It seemed fight. right. Yeah. This I mean this this is like so outlandish. It it kind of reminds me of ICP songwriting of like Yeah. It, I we're not, I don't know if we're really meant to take the violence all that seriously. Um or even, oh boy, the misogyny. I mean, 
putting aside whether we should or not, I don't think we're meant to take the misogyny seriously. If that makes sense. Like we're not meant to. Yeah. I'm not saying you should. Yeah. We're not saying that you shouldn't be offended. We're just saying like, I don't think it's necessarily supposed to. (laughs) The misogyny isn't necessarily the point or supposed to be taken seriously. Right. Revered. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's just like so silly and over the top. It is. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of ICP and. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to do with that, honestly. Uh, do you want the other sound sample of the lyrics? Yes. <laughs> Knocked out each other's tooths. Yeah. Uh, the verbs turned to blows as the hose went toes to toes. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> It really is. And uh, lines like that, or like um, this one primate bomber had a gap in her tooth, got me sweating like a convict in a telephone booth. You know, that that seems like maybe it's actually really um, racially insensitive, uh, <laughs> actually, in, in retrospect. Um, but I yeah. like the got me sweating like a convict in a telephone booth. Like, it's so bizarre. Yeah, there's definitely some... Uh, comparing of women to primates or gorillas here or dump trucks dump trucks <laughs> uh they're gargantuan also so that's like definitely um something that i would not uh like hearing a white person say that's for sure yeah uh i think we're listening with different ears knowing <laughs> who's singing in Fishbone. yeah yes um uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, it, it, it's hard to know what to do with this song. It does definitely have a lot more artistry and craft than I think any ICP song ever written. Like just that line, the the verbs turned to blows as the hose went toes to toes. That's, that's like, it's poetry. (laughs) Yeah. Pure poetry. The music is is awesome. Like it's so, it's, it's so strange. I've never heard anything like it. It's got like, Um, um. I wonder if this is how much of this is like influenced by it. It sounds a lot influenced by Jamaican music or like uh, dance hall or dubstep or like some of the uh, post reggae forms of music in in uh, Jamaica. Right. Uh, and of course, there's the singing in the patois. Um, I wonder. There's like this bit with like the flute, and it almost sounds like it's a like Middle Eastern scale or something. Do you know that yeah. part I'm talking about? That. Uh, yeah. In during the chorus. Yeah. Maybe we should listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah, and that like skip and holler, that that almost sounds yeah. like like uh yeah, arabic music like a, or something yeah, that kind of like miasma um <laughs> uh shout out to episode one of, <laughs> yeah star wars of the whole podcast, oh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i don't think we'll ever say that word right ever again um, i refuse to it's one of the think outside the box set house rules <laughs> absolutely uh, we 
Okay, what should we talk about? Should we talk about Skank and Go Nuts? I got a lot of sound samples. Okay, yeah, Skank and Go Nuts. So did i actually miss the chorus there (laughs) did i only get the pre-chorus uh is there really a chorus uh nutty nutpack nutter core nutting up for life forevermore i'm reading off the genius here that's That's not the chorus okay (laughs) no i think they only say that once okay uh um idiotic behavior to the beat it made me skeet a happy gooey substance between me and my funky humpty dumpty feet lod uh so we all know what that means and we've all been there um it's basically I think what's great about it is that i don't really care you know like it's absolute nonsense but uh i i just am into the energy of the song there's a lot of energy i mean that 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 verse that i read is basically uh jizz in my pants that lonely uh island uh video <laughs> from who knows how I've, long ago i've got a nut and it's bound to bust spirit spray or sparked by lust mm. see that's slippery, that artistry rest. that's that artistry <laughs> these are so much more inventive lyrics than like anything icp ever did yeah it's it's really something spirit um, spray come on <laughs> it's a powerful it's a powerful image it's a powerful image <laughs> Yeah. I got my spirit squirt gun over here. <laughs> spirit spray. God, it kind of is. Shit. Fuck. Yeah. Sparked Fuck, by lust. Good po- poetry. Sparked. Um, sparked is such a like such a choice word to use there. Sparked um, by the, lust. <laughs> they use a slur at one point and I don't know where uh the culture was at this point on the R word. Right. Um my impression is that I could say it in in the context of the song without necessarily being canceled. Hopefully that's true. Um, be the one they call retard. Kill the pigs and praise the lard. Um, I think they mean, you know, like, let's get retarded in here. Black eyed peas. Like, that is what they're talking about. Um, or don't feel like you need to be cool or impressive. You can um be subversive if you're like uh acting so unexpectedly that people may th- you know make assumptions about your your mental uh your your whether or not you're neurotypical i guess mm-hmm. um i think but i think it's an ex- an exaggeration um but i really like the line uh kill the pigs and praise the lard yeah i think that's hilarious that's hilarious <laughs> it's really interesting um yeah so i so, just yeah i think this song is just sort of about like um id and freedom um and um an integrity of identity and desire <laughs> and it's kind of empowering mm-hmm. <laughs> they've tried to do this before but i i feel like this one really goes for it and uh, a lot of it is i mean the hilarious lyrics and mm-hmm. interesting lyrics um go also, guys go girls and cheery hoes you've got 
the goo that we've come here for. Yeah, you got the goo. You got the goo. Uh, the music is really amazing, too. Like, you heard a little bit of the this, like, guitar. I don't know if it's a duet or if it's... In my, so there's like two guitars that are panned hard right and left. Um, they're electric guitars, and um, it sounds like it's either it sounds like it's either two guitars that are sort of expertly played out of sync with each other, mm. or it's somehow a guitar with a delay where like the delay is panned left and the original is panned right. I don't know what it is, but it sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we I generally mix this show in mono, so it might not come through, but you can at least hear the like the um the delay aspect of it um in mono and it'll still sound cool. So mm-hmm. do you want to play that uh, uh I think it says what a cool guitar duet. Yeah. That's what I like how it is. Yeah, there's sax doing it too. Maybe it's yeah. sax and guitar. No, I, I I hear two guitars. I think that start like one's playing like mostly muted, like a lot more muted than the other. Yeah, and I think like halfway through they start to converge into playing the same thing. And before the one with the muted strings is just kind of like playing like a rhythmic kind of thing um, that is less about the the notes being played. I think that's what I hear. Yeah, it's. It's a really interesting sound, and I we've never really heard that from Fishbone before. Yeah, it also kind of sounds a little bit like a like spooky music from a Mario video game, uh, but like yeah, sped up does. fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it. You got only got ninety seconds to complete the level. Um, uh, I always hated that. Uh, there's a cool horn part. You want to play the horn part? Yeah. i love that man this this band has got to be so epic to see live yeah that see that section was really interesting because they're doing this sort of like pop punk kind of arrangement underneath the horn part and the the chord progression is very pop punk very blink 182 very early 2000s kind of kind of sound but they throw in these like little dissonant uh, chords in between the main chords. Um, and then that whole thing is in a different key than the, the bulk of the song. Mm-hmm. And you hear that key change. And then it goes back. Uh, it's just like really inventive. Um, and it's inventive in a way that uh, <laughs> they're, they're they're not playing with setting up expectations and uh like broad sweeping expectations and then fulfilling them or not they're there's just like kind of constant surprises mm-hmm. um and like little expectations like oh yeah here's a pop punk chord progression we're going to throw in a few unexpected chords and this whole break is in a different key mm-hmm. um yeah it's just uh yeah i'm just really impressed by their their imagination mm-hmm. as a band yeah it's really it's really cool 
there's also a faux jazz ending, which is really silly. Mm. And uh, I think it's supposed to be. They just keep repeating go nuts. <laughs> That's very <Yeah>. good. <laughs> uh huh. Mm. Yeah, do you have anything else to sing about the song? Um, I don't think so. Let's keep moving. Yeah, uh, I we gotta talk about party with Saddam. We gotta talk about party with Saddam. We must. I need a place to run and jump off buildings just for fun. Serve up my flesh before it's done. Politicians need a hand. <laughs> you will see the end if we party till our colors blend. Party till some dogs are free. Never drop a bomb again. All right. We can make the change. This is maybe the definitive post 9-11 fishbone uh statement because <laughs> all their other albums were recorded before 9-11 and were released before 9-11 and yeah. uh th- i mean this is 2006 like we're deep in the iraq war um yeah. i think isn't saddam dead by this point or is he in prison remember. or something <laughs> i think so didn't he die like kind of early on i think they i mean yeah they like cap captured him i think um pretty early uh let's see he died oh he died in 2006 but in december so it would have been i guess after this album was yeah. released huh he was, what do you make <laughs> what do you make of this song he was executed apparently um i it i don't know i like the the chorus seems like a pretty standard like utopian um kind of like we'll just all uh, why, why can't we just all party together and all of our problems will fade away uh, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Because it, it says, we won't see the end if we party till our colors blend, party till Saddam's your friend, never drop a bomb again. Um, so that's that's sort of what I got from the chorus. Um, but then like the, the verses are a lot more complicated. The monsters live and children die. The blanket snatched from over their eyes. We're all to blame when we stand by, but we don't know what to say. They want to fight and dare us to try, and in result, the whole world dies. Then who'll be left to answer why? There's got to be a better way. Like that seems to imply a pretty different response from just let's all party until our differences just disappear. Right. I'm trying to figure out how ironic this song is. I mean, it's very. There's a lot of silliness. Like there's. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the the end of the song is all of these um uh you know kind of different um politicians and dictators and um and uh factions and like all of these really it's it's all of these really i mean maybe we should just read it all did i take any no i didn't i didn't take sound samples can you imagine arnie partying with tukey smoking and drinking till they lose their cookies crips are cousins bloods are brothers family can love one another we're gonna party with pinochet he's gonna sing the karaoke <laughs> we're gonna party with mobutu he's lindy hopping dancing fool party with condoleezza rice now she liked to shake it all night y'all 
party up with Tony Blair, throw your hands up in the air, party with Fidel Castro, he liked to do it real low and slow, <laughs> party with Vladimir Putin, he liked to break dance and headspin, party with Kim Jong-il, he got the North Korean down-home feel, uh, but let's not forget Hitler, we're going to pull up Rwanda, <laughs> we're going to bring them all for dinner to meet Mama and Papa, Mama, Ma, you gotta, gotta, gotta party, party with Saddam, y'all, party to the end, y'all. You got a party. Oh, yeah. All right. It it's very irreverent and very silly. Mm -hmm. And I don't I mean, it's like the, you know, it's like the P-Funk thing. It's like, how how am I supposed to take this? It's so silly. But are you silly and serious at the same time? Yeah. To what degree is this ironic? Uh, It's kind of hard to say, but it's kind of compelling especially with the musical delivery of like a sly in the family stone Curtis Mayfield inspirational kind of like let's get together you know mhm kind of song yeah <laughs> it's kind of i don't i don't know I, I was listening to it i'm just thinking like wow what an interesting it doesn't necessarily feel defeatist you know like you said yeah. like that that verse but it is so kind of like it's so obtuse that it seems intentionally ironic. Yeah, it almost seems like it's um, a parody of those kind of like utopian um, songs of like, yeah, let's just party and all our differences will fall away. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, it's so hard to know uh, how to take it. Yeah, but the, the, even in the silliness of like the, you know, our parties are so important, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like kind of uh, lyrics there's some like great lines like um the the couplet if we party till our colors blend party till saddam's your friend like that's great uh party till we lose our aim is is kind of great like the Mm -hmm. idea that you know we're so drunk that we can't accurately shoot each other yeah Um, (laughs) that is good you know (laughs) yeah it's uh yeah and then and then maybe there's some other like you know, we won't see the end if we party till our colors blend because the Bushes and Bin Ladens are friends. Um, yeah. You know, kind of pointing out, like, uh, I mean, wasn't wasn't Bin Laden um, sort of appointed by the U.S., like by the CIA or something? He like, was uh, funded and trained back in the 80s when he was fighting the USSR in, Af- in Afghanistan. Yeah. I believe that's true. So it's like yeah. they are friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they have a point. It's like um, this, some of this fighting is uh, just p- absolutely um, irrational. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh boy. And it's cyclical nature. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I thought it was a really interesting song without necessarily having a clear takeaway. Yeah. Which yeah, exactly. I, I usually kind of like, I don't know, I prefer to have a clear takeaway from songs and I feel like it's it's a really interesting feeling to be interested in someone in in, you know, in in this band and what they're trying to say without necessarily knowing exactly what they're trying to say. Yeah. It almost feels like the verses and choruses are from different songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's one sound sample I took and it's um a time signature change. I think they go to six, four, I want to say. And then there's mm. like an island affectation. <laughs> Let's listen. Yeah. 
That is so bonkers. Like what all the instruments are doing. Like the drum is going nuts and the guitar is like completely insane and the horns are totally bonkers. It's bananas. <laughs> well, um I didn't talk about I did I didn't have much to say about like the back half of this album. Mm-hmm. Um I'm mostly sort of interested in talking about well we just lose our minds and, and frayed fucking nerve endings. Um, do you want to talk about those or do you have other songs that might take precedent? No, let's do this. Let's do yeah, uh, frayed fucking nerve endings. This is sort of like the kind of darker side to Jackass Brigade. This is a song about yeah. not having your shit together um, and and sort of being on the edge. Uh but not in a necess- not necessarily in a celebratory way. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> but but it's kind of put together in a in a similar way. Like there's some sentences that have never been sp- spoken or sung before. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. about to explode from the garbage. Build over mm-hmm. cannot wait to hit the road and use the hobo angst release commode. <laughs> oh, that's a- that sounds like an Alanis lyric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um angst release commode so it's like when you hit the road and become a hobo that releases your angst in a way similar to dropping a dookie in the turlet i guess i guess (laughs) i guess that's what that means (laughs) we got a lot of toilet songs uh in the queue um yeah so yeah once again i don't necessarily know what to do with this song um there's a lot of jokes in it like or like little funny things not necessarily like set up punchline jokes but more bugs than bunny more daffy than duck more porky than pig more putty Mm -hmm. than tat (laughs) (laughs) um there's some other things that are uh oh yeah more badder than that more madder than hatter more eager than beaver more docker than severinson i don't actually know yeah that is um yeah let's let's figure that out uh doc severinson uh severinson who is that is that a person um carl hilding doc severinson is an american jazz trumpeter who led the band for the tonight show starring uh oh person okay there you go huh there i go yes that's a real person great um good to know sure (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad i do (laughs) <laughs> what a great what a great podcast yeah so interesting um it's what do, do they mean anything by by spelling frayed as f-r-e-y apostrophe d or are they just goofing they've been doing that for quite a while now for frayed specifically no just for words oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if it was uh, yeah, anything I specific i don't but know how to I read into that yeah. yeah yeah 
Um, there's it's, a really interesting musical kind of inter interlude in the song um, that has all these um, pizza cats. Isn't that what we? The other thing that we refuse to say the right way <laughs> on the show. Uh, I well, I see a a pizza cat sound sample for "We Just Lose Our Minds." Oh shit! I'm looking the wrong part. Uh, okay, how about this? Um, do the uh, never heard them do anything like this. This is the one where they're talking. They're talking about the FBI looking for their friend in the song. Yeah. Fishbone goes twee. <laughs> They're picking up on some of that indie energy. Yeah, kind of. But I've also just never heard anything really like that before. Mm-hmm. Um. I've never heard them sing like that before. I've never heard a section of a song like that in a song like the re- like in something like the rest of the song. Um and then da 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 and then like slap bass. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's I'm, yeah, it's pretty interesting musically. They they didn't do that on accident. No. It's a choice. It's <laughs> They tried to do that. Mm-hmm. They tried to, <laughs> and they not, did. They didn't come out of they come up with that out of laziness. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, there's also like a funny kind of like another pop punk pastiche where they like I think they throw a wrench in it somewhere. Right? Maybe in the chord progression. You want to play that sound sample? Yeah. Yeah, they're going do 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 do, which is the pop punk progression. But then they go do do do. Brave fucking nerve endings. <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, more. Um, it's it's more Hodger than Podge. I mean, you can say that again. Uh, there's a lot of religious language in this song too, which is interesting, um, including specifically talking about uh, my mom wants to talk to me about going to the hell and to church, to the hall and to church. Sorry, I love you, God, but my head really hurts. Um, and elsewhere, he says, "All I want to do is float on a cloud and scream to the top of my lungs. Set me free, God. Do it now. Do it now if you know how." Um, so we we haven't heard a ton of religiosity from Fishbone, right? not too much no yeah yeah some some sort of like lofty cosmology (laughs) but Mm -hmm. but that's about it uh i think fishman's not sorry that they tricked us yeah (laughs) uh i don't think i have anything else to say about this one should we talk about let's um we just lose our minds then call it good yeah Shoot to the ground sometime. 
I just realized I played these songs out of order. Um, so that's probably why you were messed up with the pizza cats. Yeah. Uh, so this is track five and the one we just listened to is track six. So if you're listening along at home, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) uh, I've talked about, uh, in the show, how much I like sort of intentionally non quantized rhythms in, uh, in recorded music. Um, Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like, uh, quantization is when you, um, I mean, I think there's multiple ways to apply that word to like music production, but it in for beats or for um, even like organic performances, it means when you, uh, you know, stretch and squash the rhythms in order to land exactly on the uh, subdivisions um, so that it's like a metronome. Mm -hmm. Um, And when a band is, you know, not playing to a click track or playing very loosely over a click track, um, you get all of these, you know, kind of untranscribable rhythms um, that are very organic and just really pleasing to hear because we don't get to hear that many of those just in music period. Um, Cause it takes a lot of uh, intentionality to do it in a musical way, I think, and, mm-hmm. and uh, to make it not sound like a mistake. And there's these um, pops where you take usually, you know, an index or middle finger um, uh, when you're playing the electric bass and you um, put it underneath the string and then uh, pop it away so that it slaps against uh, the frets. Um, there's a bunch of these like kind of non-quantized bass pops um, in sections of the song, and I think it sounds great. Mm. Yeah, especially right there. Especially yeah. that last one is like <laughs> <laughs> it's very behind the beat, but mm-hmm. um, I think better for it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very engaging. It's like, oh, are you what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to? I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Got those aches and pains in your behind, but it's in your head where you will find you must strap on your safety belt and shield your fender in case they try to rear your end. You'll get a foot in the ass every time. All I know is we just lose our minds. Sure. <laughs> see, to see what's co- coming, get to your feet fast. Try to fall on your ass, but they force you to the ground sometimes. All I know is we just lose our minds. Yeah, I, I think this is another another song about not having a place. Uh, yeah, inner city pressure. Well, <laughs> I think I, I, I don't think it's necessarily about um the pressure to be functional as much as the pressure to conform and ah. to to pass mm-hmm. and i think that's <clears throat> i i like hearing that from fishbone because i feel like that's sort of their story which is like when um i think we've described them as like being punished by the music industry and by uh potential listeners for being too black and too weird yeah totally you know you don't get to you don't get to be both and be wildly successful Mm -hmm. um because uh you know if if you're black you have to sort of um perform blackness 
in your music and in, mm-hmm. in your performance and in your coding. And if you don't, then it will be confusing, especially if you're <laughs> refusing to um, perform blackness in the way that white people know how to expect it. Like in Fishbones music, which is right. fucking why. I mean, I think it's. I, I I think an argument could be made that it's profoundly black music. If for, if for no other reason than it's like a, a group of black people making it, um, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, I think that's a very important uh, consideration. But also, they talk about uh, black identity a lot in their music, mm-hmm. um, and uh, sometimes some albums more than others, but. Yeah, I I appreciate these songs that are just sort of about kind of them coming to terms with their strange place in the culture. Um, You know, I like it when people get chips off their shoulder and when they can just live into their own weirdness. And I feel like a lot of these songs are about that in this album. Yeah, Um, I agree. Yeah. They keep, you know, there was a period there where they were sort of, they just sort of kept trying to figure out how to make it or how to make it happen. And, um, you know, they tried a lot of different things and then ultimately, uh, you know, they're back here and weirder than ever. <laughs> Speaking of which, you want to play those pizza cats? Oh yeah. Pizza cats. You must strap on your safety belt and shield your finger in case they try to wear your end <laughs> You'll get a foot in the ass every time. <laughs> In case they try to rear your ender (laughs) to rhyme with fender. But yeah, there's those like sneaky little cartoon, um, pizzicato strings. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, now I remember pizza cats. Yeah. Pizza cats. I was thinking bouncing cats. Um, and I was like, beatboxing. Yeah. No, none of that. Yeah. No, you're right. There's that pizza cats. Um, anything else to say? about uh this album before we close out fishbone um i don't think so i mean in in a lot of ways it feels like a fitting end to their recorded music career just like yeah as you said uh, it feels like they don't have a chip on their shoulder anymore uh they're still like struggling with the pressure to conform or to uh be more conventional or conventionally successful and they write songs about it but even this song is very clearly about struggling a lot, but it doesn't feel like it's like has a chip on its shoulder. And I'm not quite sure how to like split that difference, you know? Yeah. It feels more like an expression than a complaint. Ah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. To me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I feel like fishbone, uh, kind of got themselves into a good place. Um, and I appreciate that. Uh, what a long, strange trip it's been. Um, and 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 you know what, Nathan? What? It, it looks to me like uh, like it's not the trip is not over uh-huh. because I'm looking here at a at a uh, uh, an article from BrooklynVegan uh, <laughs> dot com. That's where I go Fish for Bones, all my news. Yeah, Fishlin, uh, Fishbones mostly original lineup working on first new album in decades. Oh, uh, Fat Mike producing. And uh, this article is from July 2020. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe we'll get a little Fishbone epilogue. Yeah, there's another thing here from Brooklyn Vegan. Fishbone debut, timely new song inspired by Strange Fruit, new album coming soon. Oh. Um, 
Sounds really interesting. I really want to hear. Uh, oh, it's called Estranged Fruit. Interesting. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit on the nose but i'm kind of excited about it yeah so i don't know i i i'm really curious to to hear their response to everything that's happened since um 2006 uh-huh. uh, especially things that have happened in the last year or two so totally yeah that, that'll be cool and we'll cover mm-hmm. that when it comes out yeah then that's a that's a topias promise yeah we we would never just like how we just how like how we w- promised to watch eight mile and we totally still will at some point you are still promising for, that for the patreon <laughs> we're still promising it <laughs> <laughs> someday that promise will come true and that's a that's a promise um yeah so i guess next week will be a, a little palate cleanser episode of some kind we haven't figured yeah. out what we're gonna do um but we will we promise um yeah Maybe well, even before we can, record maybe, it. Maybe, can we just ch- like do a little, a very small amount of chatting of, of it right now about it? Well, not about like a palate cleanser, but maybe what what comes next? Oh, yeah, just a little teaser. Yeah. Um, do you do you have any thing that you've been itching to talk about? Oh boy, I have an idea. Oh, interesting. I I haven't really been thinking that much about it, honestly. Um, huh. I I have my list of stuff somewhere um of artists that have been suggested um the uh the the one that mia suggested which was uh lincoln park oh, kind of sounded park. interesting yeah because yeah, totally. they're definitely like a band that i've written off completely ever since i was like 12 years old probably for really dumb reasons um but what was your idea well i have just one idea at the moment in the i and and it's Britney, bitch. Oh, that's such a good idea. Britney's back in the in the in the world conversation. Oh man, uh, they're even talking about her on uh, Today Explained. Um, and I would be really interested in, um, yeah, talking about sort of a you know first at least heterosexual uh, you know awakening for me with you know Britney Spears and. Uh, to look back on that period of my life when I was starting to listen to popular music and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, just thinking about, uh, pop music in the late nineties and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I'd be really interested to cover it. Uh, me I too. Think, I think, um, the toxic is one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard. Uh, I have probably, uh, <laughs> like uh masturbated as a teenager to slave for you and four is the num- numeral four Ooh. and you is just the capital u mm-hmm. um <laughs> and, uh and yeah i i hadn't thought about britney spears in a long time but she was kind of a big part of the culture and a big part of um uh our culture's <laughs> sexuality and figuring out uh what our values were <laughs> Uh, in in all sorts of different ways yeah and she's also just like a great example of someone who uh has been so maligned and so criticized and so dismissed and uh shat upon honestly yeah um like she in a way she is like an an example of what the actual cancel culture is which is if you get (laughs) if you uh get too uppity you'll get shut down and locked out of the music industry yeah yeah 
and 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 I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, she's not even control of in control of her own life. Her dad is her guardian. Still, yeah. Like there was some sort—I forget what it's called, but um, I think back in like 2008, and ever since then, her dad's been in charge of her life. That's so fucking weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I guess yeah. we'll get into that as we as we listen. But that is a fantastic idea. I'm fully on board. Let's do Britney. Okay. Great. <laughs> it's it's britney bitch it's britney bitch (laughs) cool i can't wait yeah well uh yeah in the meantime we'll we'll do a little palate cleanser talk about something else we'll figure what that is like last minute and then we'll be almost as surprised as you (laughs) (laughs) exactly Oh, man. That's exciting. Okay. Um, well, until next week with the Palette Cleanser, uh, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Write those reviews on iTunes, fam. Uh, and if you want to support us directly, go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website. Um, you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool. And what's, what's on the yeah. menu for being cool? Oh, just old time fiddle and banjo music uh i've been having a lot of like a lot of couples on the show recently there's another couple coming out uh this this week which has been great because it's really hard to overdub music you know in the in in this the air the the era of covid where Mm -hmm. you you don't really get to play music with people in person at the same time very much Mm -hmm. um but it's a lot easier to overdub onto couples that are playing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i bet um, it is so yeah there's been a lot of old-time power couples showing up on the show and uh yeah just playing some s- string band music together um yeah sophie wellington uh is showing up i think this this week uh on on wednesday and um backed up by former guest of the show and mandolinist for twisted pine dan Bowie. oh dan Bowie, that guy is he's a good guy he's great He's one of the one of the best looking men in sunglasses. Ooh, <laughs> nice! <laughs> it's his look. It's this whole thing. It's great. Um, all right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I'm more putty than tat. And I've been Cameron Dewitt, and this episode made me skeet a happy gooey. <laughs> of course. Oh, that's not too much information. <laughs> I was very clearly and audibly struggling about whether or not to like admit that I like masturbated to <laughs> slave for you. And then I was like, you know what? That's what it's for. Very obviously. It's just a pile of like sweaty bodies and sepia tone. I have uh, never and, like, seen s- it. <laughs> snakes. There's snakes. <laughs> I think there's big old snakes. in oh, it. Oh man. There's nothing sexier than a big old snake. <laughs> i'm a snickosexual yeah i don't know about you yeah i mean you know what they look like looks like a big wiener yeah. dude <laughs> but it's like a wiener that can wrap itself around you and squeeze the life out of you and what's sexier than that oh shit <laughs>